Hello, hello, hello. Yo, this yo. is Two Gents, One Trent podcast. We are back with you on a Friday, a beautiful Friday, September 25th. It's 9.15 here. We're tired. 9.15 in the morning. A morning pod right here for dedication. you. And Trent doesn't have a Keurig. Well, from that story, we move on to another one. <laughs> Lakers Nuggets last night. Game four. Nuggets had a chance to tie it up. LeBron and AD didn't let it happen. Initial hey, thoughts from the games, fellas. Did you... Whoa. Let me ask you this, Trent. Did you see... What I sent you, Stephen A. Smith's tweet last night. He, what was it? Let me go find it. He said, it was like with tw- maybe like 20 minutes left in the game. Oh, it's right here. Oh, something about, yeah, I saw that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm noticing a problem. At King James, looking timid and hesitant about shooting jumpers. And the Nuggets have noticed because they're laying off and daring him to shoot. Stay tuned, especially with AD Hurt. Hmm. Do you agree with that at all, Trent? you think the Lakers are... <laughs> I think, well, definitely they have uh, some shooting issues. I know they're surrounded by shooters, but, like, in terms of guys creating their shots, like, all those guys are heavily uh, relying on LeBron getting them looks. But, like, I don't know. Even when LeBron's not hitting shots, especially last night with his effort on defense, I saw someone tweet he was playing, like, a right-handed Ben Simmons on offense last night. And it was funny just because, like, I don't know, Ben Simmons still impacts the game elsewhere. LeBron's still doing his thing, even though the jumper wasn't falling. And, um, I mean, if he's the worst shooter on the court and AD and, like, they just have shooters everywhere else, then, like, necessarily it's not the worst thing in the world. But, like, if there are more guys on the court. Is he the worst court, shooter on the court? Um, maybe percentage when they have, like, Danny Green and KCP in. And, yeah, like, but then the fifth is, you like, yeah, Rondo, sure, you're Dwight, right. or Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma yeah. Kuzma's I, I'm sure gross. I'm going to see what LeBron's I don't know what happened at, to him. There was all the debate, like, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, who's the better. Oh, Kuzma yeah. sucks, dude. I don't even think he's a top five guy in the Lakers anymore. Yeah, he's he's he definitely maybe, fluctuated. I don't make it, yeah, I mean, I feel like the Lakers don't – he's not really an offensive option for them. I know, and they, they just leave That's him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like maybe if he went to another team, too. Trade him to, to get better again. Trade him to a young team and try to just get like another veteran that can help you back because he he's not doing anything for you. Yeah, it is pretty. Uh, he's bad. I know, and he had that good uh, bubble game where he hit the buzzer beater, yeah. obviously, and everything. And then like yeah. things were looking like he was finding his role as the Lakers were clicking, yeah. but they've still been like going off. Bull, without Bull him. also had a good game. <laughs> he did a few good games. In the bubble. <laughs> Everyone was like, Krusty the Bull, Bull's nasty. <laughs> Bull Bull's up next. Yeah. <laughs> nice game. <laughs> Garden inbound play. Uh, Jamal Murray took care of business, went off again. Yeah. I mean, they lost, so he didn't take care of that business. He had three <laughs> of the coolest shots made I've seen in my entire Yeah, about. the up that and layout, under. Up yeah. and under. He had like a lefty runner over some, like a crazy, like lefty kind of fadeaway jumper. Lefty. Yeah, no I idea how he made that. He and then another like fadeaway one footer in the post, like kind of like Jokic. And it's just like, part of me thinks these are all skill, but part of me is like, there's some. There's some skill involved, but you gotta get lucky with those. Yeah, definitely. Dude, he looks like he's getting lucky because he hasn't done this in all season until like, like he's looking like the best player. Yeah, on the well, team. he's like, playing like he, one of the best point guards in the league. That's what like I'm what he's saying. Done, yeah. he, was, he was not going off. <laughs> and I just had to mention he was so upset after the game. And oh the yeah, game, I felt so bad. He was like, <laughs> I thought he was gonna cry at first. I was like, dude. And even when he's on the court. His facial expressions, they always catch the craziest shots of his his emotions on TNT. Well, the Nuggets, you know, I know it's cliche at this point, but they got the Lakers right where they want them, boys. (laughs) (laughs) 3-1. No, yeah, I mean, they're not giving up. I do think, um, you know, Mike Malone after the game said something about, you know, if you can't stay on the court to play, or if you can't play defense, you're not going to stay on the court. And it felt like a shot at MPJ, MPJ initial initial thoughts but seems like it might be a little you know he's probably got some of that but i think uh gary harris and tory craig also no way some of it for their defense i think last night he only played 20 minutes though and his numbers were fine but never plays a lot of a minus 
17 yesterday? Yeah, I, I don't go too hard into plus minus, but I do I think that's probably why he I hit. A, that's, he, there must have been an issue with Tory Craig because no specifically way. last night, I think, no a little way. bit. Don't take uh, shots at Tory Craig. He's a fine player, John, but oh, I think, he does uh, play defense. Watch I think him. this is the Watch type him. of series. Well, I don't think he did so great last he night. Did. I think he would have found minutes over Gary Harris. He played more minutes than Gary Harris still. Gary Harris was 1 of 5. Um, Harris has been overrated for years now. I agree. He's, yeah, he's had a guys, really bad year, but I, 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 you know, at the end of the day, Tory Craig, you know, these guys, Gary Harris, nice players, but like, I don't know, they're all both, they're both undersized, mm. like ass being asked to play like position. I mean, they're both just naturally undersized, and they're both playing most of their minutes at the wings, and I don't know, I think that's a problem. Tory Craig's. A I think that's always been part the of the Nuggets' guy. problem. Um, Tory Craig, can you come on here and <laughs> show this man what's up? Please? I think the Nuggets' problem last year was lack of forwards, and like I think you really saw it in the Portland series because like even like a guy like Al Farouk Aminu was like locking down whoever they had on the perimeter. And now this year, obviously Grant's been a lot better, like huge for them in his role. And Almost then like MPJ when he's not you know getting pulled off the court brings them that offense they need from that position that Craig and uh. Harris were asked to do in the past, and I don't think they do well. Hey. And I think, uh, you know, offense. that's part of why. Offense. No, I know, I know, on offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think, like, last night, too, there was some defense stuff. I don't want to Mike Malone called out his team, so. I think <laughs> that's a direct shot at MPJ. <laughs> that's all I can say. We, imagine they had Will Barton playing right now, That, too. too. People forget about Will Barton. Yeah. yeah, but, okay, that's a perfect example, though, yeah. of how I feel. Like, obviously, another nice player like these two I'm mentioning. But, like, they're all, like, like they're all like undersized guys being asked to do like in positions where like I don't know I just well, think naturally they're small. You're right, but I also think being a you know having length is very important. Will Barton, long. Will Barton was probably their second best player all year before he got hurt ahead mm-hmm. of Jamal. I'm not just and he was the starting three and they were great. Like Will Barton was having a phenomenal yeah. year and no one talks about. Yeah, keep his stats. That's a great point. I will pull up Will Barton's stats. Unless he tailed off at the end, he was having an almost 15, on my fantasy team. He had 15 a game this year in 33 minutes a game. 45% overall, 37 and a half from three. Assist boards? Uh, six boards, three and a half assists. Yeah, he was having a very solid season. No, definitely. Very, very solid season. Definitely. I just think when, right when he's your small forward for the majority of the minutes. No, but you don't you know, need him that's, for the that's part of the I know, I know, but I'm just saying in then the past, have, that's like where they ran into these issues with these guys. But then you guys, have the luxury of it's coming up whichever again. guy you sub out first, Murray, Harris, or um, or Barton, you put Grant in and yeah. Millsap in, and then you have a big lineup right there. And then you have Craig off the bench too, and you just have MPJ, you have a much bigger lineup. A guy like that fills a big void. Then you got another offensive guy like MPJ where you don't have to rely on Craig and Harris for threes. They're just going to be really tough next year. I just think one thing. One thing. No, definitely. The Nuggets are clearly one of the better teams in the NBA since they've been able to go on this run and just their record the last two seasons. But I just think. Uh, I mean, it's just part of playing LeBron too. Like you're facing the smartest, like best small forward most of the like every time down. You're probably not going to have the best games on certain nights, especially when LeBron gets to the line 14 times last night and still scores 26 points. Like LeBron definitely uh, was. You know, the Nuggets were having trouble guard, staying in front and, like, stopping him. AD also got to the line 14 times. But, um... Did you see that? Apparently the Lakers, like, called out something about... I don't know if it was fake. Could very well have been fake. But the Lakers, like, sent something to the league about LeBron's, like, yeah, free throw people attempts and then were, shot 14 yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's very easy to say, like, oh, the Lakers had the refs on their side. Like, I get it. LeBron did get to the line 14 times, AD too, but... I think in game three, like, Grant got to the line 12 times. And I think, like, I don't know, you know, Grant is a good player, obviously, but normally he's not getting, like, that many attempts and, like, drawing that many fouls on his way to the rim. So I think fouls in the NBA just have issues right now in general. Definitely. I think too many times a player sells something and then the ref gives it to him and then they review it or something. And (laughs) the refs either don't want to look wrong so they stand with their call or they, like, reverse something, like, so little that in the past would have just been. You know like, what I think? Move on. I had this in my notes a couple weeks ago. You want to know what I think? What's up? Major <laughs> hot take. I think the same thing for the MLB. Get rid of the refs and get rid of the umpires. Listen. Yeah. NBA is officiated like a pickup game. Players call their own fouls. If there's a dispute, you still have the refs on the court, but the refs are only there if the players are arguing. Like if one guy's like, "I fouled you," and then the other guy's like, "I didn't foul," then the ref. Is there for that, but besides that, players call their own fouls. Players call their own travels. Everything. 
Same exact game. But Dude. refs do not call everything. They're only there to settle the <laughs> dispute. There would definitely be a petty, petty, petty player, though. That's a great idea. What happens when, like, James Harden's, like, foul? Yeah. Every time he goes to the hoop, Then you have the refs there. It's, like, the same thing. But the players, but, like, if the players don't call anything, you don't need to stop. So, like, if somebody clearly fouls James Harden and they know they did, like, you're going to stop no matter what. If James is just fl- James won't be able to flail around anymore because he knows that he's not the other guy's not going to be like, okay, I fouled you or whatever. Dude, there people flop on, like, offensive fouls, on screens, at anything. Anyone anything. driving out the rim. It's so bad. Now. You won't be able to do that if they're calling their own fouls. You can't flop over a screen if you're playing with your own rules. People will still literally do it. They need to also get rid of the challenge, I think. I don't mm. think challenge yeah, is I like necessarily to belong no. in basketball. I think well, like what happens in those plays that you're just getting screwed on every single game. And, like they But you can't games, challenge though. every single one. Like I get you can make like, you know, challenge a fifty fifty call or whatever, but like part of basketball forever is like like I don't know. I, I think of two instances with replay. I think of first like Marcus Smart, Smart getting like drawing a charge on Giannis and then they challenge it and they reverse it on a block. And there's no way you can like easily say like, oh that was a like, I know it exactly was what it was literally about. a fifty fifty play. Block. And like clear, that's what that I'm saying. Well, that's block. what I'm saying. But it was reversed to a charge. And like I know, like that stuff is no, just no, 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 crazy. No, 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 that's like, what I'm saying. That type of stuff I feel like should just be whatever the call is on the court. Leave no, it at that. No, it was reversed like, to a block. They called it a charge. I'm pretty sure Giannis. they called it was, the charge on Giannis, and then they reversed it to a block in the, and one. In the bubble game. Yes. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, so they said it was a charge at first. My bad. I just said the mixed up. I don't even think because that was a great call after review. Okay. Well, is that not a bang bang play? Is that like is that block charge? Yeah, yeah, I figured not anymore. It's not if they're challenging it. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's not. There's, it's just the no flow of the game, like you said, and like that that play right there, where, I mean, I I don't have the play in front of me, but I was like, I mean, what on it made it clearly a block? I mean, was Marcus moving his feet? He was outside of the yeah. circle. Like so, there was so many, there, but there's whole, so many different variables, yeah. and like, and then there's a play where Tatum totally. Oh yeah, like on Jimmy Butler the other Jimmy night, Butler, and they didn't even get he it right. Steals the ball, totally extends his arm, and gets a foul call, and then the Heat rightfully so challenge it, and they just leave it the same. No. I just think it's like inconsistent. And it almost—I don't know if Celtics still lost, but it literally almost let the Celtics have a shot at tying it up yeah. until the very last. They have second. way too many flaws with it, but I don't think they should get rid of it. Like the Jimmy call, obviously that should have been Heat ball. Like they, when they say it hit Tatum's leg and then it went out of bounds, like. Clearly, that should be Heat's ball. They have, like, a, if Nobin has clear possession mm-hmm. uh, at the time uh, or after the play, it's automatically a jump ball. Like, clearly, that should have been the Heat ball. But isn't the point of a sports games to get the call right at the end of the day? Like, the Saints game. If you had replay for that uh, yeah. game, the Saints win that game. Well, I, so, like, I brought when this you talk up. about the Giannis Smart thing, I get it. Like, it's bang-bang call. That's part of the game. But at the end of the day, that's a massive call, and it was clearly a foul on Smart. Like, I'm not just saying this for the sake of replay, but, like, if you, like, that is the definition of a block on Smart. I just feel and like... they got uh, it right at the end of the day. And I know that people don't like that, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the flow, the pace of the game, you only have one challenge per game, so it's not like it's, you keep getting more and more if you get it right. It's one single challenge, so it's not ruining it that much, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just like I, when I see the I think right. of, like, stuff like that, and then I think of, um... Just with replay, like I, I know what you're saying about football too, but I think the NFL, you know, they experimented all last season with reviewing pass interference, and they got rid of it because it was so stupid. Like it just, it didn't work. And teams like, like how many times in the NBA do you see like LeBron last night? Even as soon as like a foul goes his way late down the game, he's already twisting his hand. I know. Like, it's challenge, funny. challenge, challenge. That's it's funny, but it's like, it's like he's just doing it because he thinks he's right, not even because like. Like, in the moment, obviously, most guys are going to think they were, like, not in the wrong. And so, like, I don't know. Moments like that, like, coaches aren't going to tell their star player, like, nah, you know what? I'm going to not listen to you even though you were right there. Brad does right there. But, yeah, I know. Because I also think Brad doesn't, like, I don't know. It's because Tatum's always flailing on his arms. I swear. I it's an annoying. <laughs> but also, uh, back to the replay. I think another point um, How is it? You is think this is clear? Yeah, when you slow it down. <laughs> All right, I, I just don't think. Jake I think there are the plays bid. that have happen like that because they just, because you know why because the big thing with a block charge is the second the nba the second the offensive player gets in a shooting motion it, if you step under him whatsoever it's a block like you have to get out of the okay, way yeah, yeah, and I if you it. i just oh, I, I disagree so like because like he gets in a shooting yeah. motion and then smart the last i, no, I would disagree under. i would disagree but like i just think there's an issue within 
the whole challenging of calls because it just takes away from the flow of the game. But I mean, I don't really care. Like it, it no, I know. It's, it's, and at the and it's it's still just basically a timeout with a review of the play. So like, that's another thing that is like coaches definitely like Mike Malone has taken advantage of like oh yeah let's just challenge it and like get a free timeout basically out of it. I know you lose a timeout if you uh, if you get it wrong like late or whatever, but. Uh, but back to the original point, though, I think uh, like some sports definitely benefit. I think greatly from instant replay. I just think in basketball, it's it's too inconsistent with not enough. I feel like moments where you're like, wow, thank God they, that play got reviewed and like got called the right way. Like I don't know, most like people love to blame refs and like calls down the stretch, but basketball has so many possessions in a game that like to think one possession, while it may be late in the game and situational, to think that one possession should decide a basketball game like it definitely can i'm not saying it can't but like you have 48 minutes to take care of your job and and i know bad calls suck and down the stretch it's you know none of this really matters but like i do think there's something to be said about like how it is just about one call in a game where both teams are getting 80 shots a night and back and forth possessions and that one last little thing too um I do think uh, another replay I think of is when Clippers-Lakers played this regular season and LeBron was going for the late shot when they were down one or two or something. And Patrick Beverly, like, hit his hand as he went up to yeah. shoot and then went out of bounds and it was Clipper ball. Technically, it was the right call, but, like, like in the moment, I don't know, like, normal basketball, like, if we're at the park or, like, anyone's at the park and they just swing the ball and it's poked out like that, maybe the last millisecond it was off the guy's finger. But, like, in reality, it's just going to be the offense's ball. Well, I think that's... But, like, Stuff like that, I think, is not like, even just replay. I, don't know. I think, like, I know it's whoever touched the last should be out of bounds, but that happened in the national championship game with Texas Tech and Virginia, too. Game changing call where the guy smacked the he smacked the hand from behind, and clearly yeah. the ball's going to go off the guy on the offense. Mm-hmm. And they, like, that's just a fundamentally, that's just a rule that's wrong with basketball. Yeah. It should be whoever literally that. causes the ball to go out of bounds. I know, it's just so hard to, like, yeah, to, like, define, like, when it's, you know who's far or what. But, yeah, I guess my overall point, though, is I don't know if basketball benefits as much as the other sports from their replay. But, you know, I don't think it's going away anytime soon because I think this stuff is still better than a, a Saints situation where, like, it was just the most egregious no-call ever that it cost a team a title run, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's that's that, I guess. <laughs> Lakers, Lakers, Nuggets, predictions? Uh, I think the Lakers, you know. Nuggets get one more win. Yeah, I think they might. They gave five. Too much. That's, That's what I like saying. Them. They just kept so much. And now that the Lakers got a two-game lead, they're gonna probably cruise a little bit. Game five. Unless LeBron's <laughs> pissed about what people are saying about him in his shooting. Like last and, night, yeah. Yeah, Jamal when he shimmied, you know it was over with for the Nuggets. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the videos oh. of like Dame shimmying yeah. and then uh, Russ, Russ talking, talking shit to all the families. You knew, you knew LeBron was just gonna be like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> We're me and Trevor saying yesterday, Jamal Murray's. Been literally living out of his suitcase this whole. <laughs> yup, ever since whole, he said <laughs> this whole playoff, he just keeps packing his clothes. It's horrible. <laughs> All right, for game three, which we didn't talk about, just something that blew my mind. Oh, uh, for the Lakers, Nuggets, one win. Yeah. yeah, the one win they got. Ad Dwight and Javale combined for a total of four rebounds. Like that just seems. That's fake. pretty nuts. Yeah, because Ad had two, and, and then Dwight and Javale combined for two. Dwight had eight in the first quarter. Yeah, yesterday. Dwight. I was just gonna say Dwight finished with a double double yesterday. Like, yeah, that is. Weird. I I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. They didn't even like have any rebounds. LeBron had ten, and then like that's it. That was. Pro- I felt like that was kind of part of why they were yeah, dude, down they, a lot that whole the game. The Nuggets had forty-four rebounds, so they could have twenty-five the entire In game, game. Three. Yeah. That's why the Nuggets won. Yeah, they know the yeah. recipe to win. I don't think either. It's a coincidence that Jokic has a passive night and. They're just basically trailing yeah. the whole time, and they can't get over the hump like last shots. night. Like I think when Jokic is doing his thing down low, it's that constant pressure at the hoop, and it they obviously helps open up shots. But I swear the Lakers are like playing it, so they're like, you know, daring him to pass and stuff. They rather that than you know have everyone else beat them. I guess. And Dwight's a bully, dude. I swear, if I was playing against Dwight, like someone would swing on him within the first two minutes of the game. <laughs> He's such a punk. He has been plays. so much better than I thought he would be against Jokic. He's like they great. literally started him. Yeah. Like, he's I thought oh, just causing problems. Dude. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's what you need when you're. I don't want to say wash because he's still good, but like when you're coming it, down yeah. and then you know you only got a year or two left, you got to find ways to stay in the league. Definitely. Well, boys, time to get a little sad. 
as we review game four of the Celtics. The Celtics? <laughs> What's up, Jake? Get it off your chest. <laughs> I mean, I'm sick of them, bro. I was watching the whole game, just waiting for them to, like, you know, it's just like watching these games, and it's, it's watching them get worse almost. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I know what like you mean. They should, have been, they should have won this series, and they're not even coming close. It's like they've hit a wall. Yeah, yes, really bad. And Brad <laughs> Stevens is trash. Like, <laughs> maybe not trash, but that's not confirmed yet. Like, like no, I said, I know he, yeah. he could just be a college coach, and that's it. Like, who knows? But it, like, he's getting out coached by the man Spo. I think uh, Spo. Yeah, Spo's the league. I think uh, if the Celtics. You know, are to lose game four or game five and series is over. I think next year becomes a really, really big, like, make or break season for Brad Stevens more than, like, obviously the players because the Celtics are still going to obviously, like, you know, ride with their young guys. But um, I'm not saying, like, I don't think Brad gets fired if next year goes no. bad or anything because I mean, he just signed a big ass extension. Yeah, but but I, I do think, uh, like, this year, like, you know, when they've looked bad this year, it's been a little alarming. I think we can all agree. Like, they look lost on offense when things kind of hit the wall. And while they're in all these games, they, they're just so close to, like, figuring out certain things as, like, a team, you know. We mentioned this. Getting better. So, like, we always – last last season – or, yeah, yeah, last season, locker room issues, right? Blaine McKyrie, yeah. mean – there's locker room issues this year. I see. I, no, I think they're no, completely different. Not just though. the argument, <laughs> but the whole the whole time the, the playoffs are going on, it's like, who's taking the last shot? Blah 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 blah. Like, they don't they don't even have their. He can't figure out his his egos in his locker room. But do you think the last shot thing is just like a media narrative? Or that's do you think what that's I was, an internal thing with them. Possibly. Because I don't think Kemba cares. Well, I, think I that's know. More of a media thing. Do you, oh, I was gonna ask that too because maybe. It's even just like a local media narrative. It probably like to is. us. Yeah, the Celtics meet like yeah, they definitely are like ready to just crash on Tatum because he's the best player and like he yeah. he like doesn't show up down the stretch. I saw a really bad stat this morning for the Celtics where it was all their guys in the crunch time, which is mm-hmm. the I score within too. five points and under five minutes left in the playoffs. And Kemba's their best player in those situations. He's four of seven. Tatum's one of mm. nine. Jalen Brown's one of five. Didn't I, I say, think. Keep saying no, I absolutely Kemba. no. I agree. Ride the high hand. You lied. I, I I've always said ride I the high hand. I said like three episodes ago, you give the ball to Kemba, and kept saying no. You give it to Tatum. It's being made out to believe like I don't have any faith in Kemba taking these not, shots. Not, I absolutely I do. I just think if not, Jason Tatum is at you know 27, know. No, 28 points. It's okay if, like he, if he can get a shot. It's okay. I'm fine. It's the best matchup. I said it before. Whichever one of them, you can get the I best know, matchup yeah. on. Yeah. I just don't understand why, like, I, it, maybe it's as simple as Marcus Smart shooting too much, but Kemba, <laughs> like, Kemba shot. seems like he's not even, like, the player he is sometimes. It's just he's a po- starting point guard sometimes. You know what's like, Marcus Smart cannot take eight threes anymore unless he's literally, like, 4-4 four, four already. Well, when like, he's open, he has to <laughs> No, I know, but, but it's like Kemba takes was, one more shot than him. When did like, they get down 12? Third quarter or fourth quarter? Fourth? Uh, I think it was third. But whatever. Yeah. They got it down to five, and then Smart got a rebound or somebody hit him with an outlet pass, and he took three dribbles and took a pull-up three when they were on a run. And he missed, yeah. and then he went down and made a three or made a layup or something. And it's like... Yeah. That is the swinging point in the game. You you got it down from 12 to 5. You can reset the offense, get a good look. You take a bad shot, and it's a known thing. When you take a bad shot, the other team always scores. It always yeah. scores. It always happens. And that happens so often with Smart, and I love the guy to literal death. I never want to believe the Celtics. But I saw a stat with the amount of touches that each Celtic have had in the series so far. Tatum and Kemba are both above 400. Jalen is at 180. Yeah. Smart's ahead of him. He's fourth on the team in touches. How is that possible? I know. That, I, that is pro- pretty concerning. And yeah. I swear Jalen is just, set, like, not settling because he hits, you know, he doesn't touch a, the an ball. efficient clip. But, like, he takes a lot of corner threes compared yeah. to, like, driving. And he he's does. really good at driving, obviously. But, but he's really good at corner threes. No, I know. kind of what they not They play him off. Into, no, I know. you just give the ball yeah. to Kemba Tatum ISO, he kind of just sits Well, at the end of the game, I think Jalen, too, has a little... Uh, confidence issue maybe or something with like putting the ball on the floor against elite defenders because like I've seen times where like he gears up to drive on like Jimmy Butler and like Jimmy like does not like let him mess around he's like no like you're not I'm I'm just a better defender than you are an offensive player and like I think that's like I don't know if that's a confidence thing like about his shots from that point on but like 
He really, uh, like, I don't know. He doesn't really put the ball on the floor as much recently as he has he in the past. He did turn it over like, three, I believe, three straight possessions in yeah. three. And it was Him, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, and Jalen finished. Drove, he got it stripped. Or yeah. He threw it to the, the Heat and threw it out of bounds. I think there was one possession. It was, he threw it out of bounds. There was uh, there was no one on the Celtics there. Got stripped and then just lost it. Like, yeah. three or four possessions, something like that. And, so yeah. Yeah. and Jalen both need to get better at but Taking care of the basketball. Yeah. And exactly. smart, too. Yeah. Tatum's had like high turnover games. That's why at the end of the game, I almost love seeing Kemba with the ball. Like, what was the game where Kemba passed it to Tice with like 25 seconds left of the dunk? Like, oh, that was game three. Game, that was OG. OG. Yeah. I know like, there was like a bunch of times like, oh, Kemba's getting doubled. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna stop him. And he just gets by everybody. Like, I just think the Heat zone is like what's making it really tough for yeah. not only everyone but Kemba too, because it's like he brings the ball up and he's got like. Butler, Iguodala, and Crowder maybe, or, like, Goran or someone. Like, Goran's not, like, a crazy defender. But, like, there's, first of all, there's, like, at least Butler, like, another big wing. And it's, like, that's just a lot for him to, like, he, it's tough for him to drive on that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, he's supposed to be being covered by other guards and using his quickness on them. But They're small ball. These guys are just big. Either. I know, I'm yeah. still in awe that Grant Williams is not getting more play against his own. He's been making every three he takes, and he's a great passer. I don't know why he's not Grant playing. Grant Williams is a trash. <laughs> I don't want to hear no Grant Williams slander here. Hey, I don't know. Save I, the Williams slander for after. I think the issue is it's just because they're, like, they're like the only options off the bench. That's the reason why I like. No, I think I the Celtics' failures make me not like Grant Williams. Because when they win, I, I love Grant. Like, when like when he did up Van Vliet, that yeah. was filthy. Oh, and he hits, he's hit a couple huge corner threes in the series. And it's like, when Grant goes yeah. in, good things happen. Like, I love Rob Williams, but... And I entice... Well, their but big man is, is just such an issue right now. Against the zone, you, you need a guy that is good at passing and that can hit threes. And Grant checks out both those boxes, yeah. and he can cover one through five with the switches. And I just don't get it. He literally I don't think he touched the court last game. Or if he did, it was for 30 seconds. Yeah, he literally only played a minute. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't get it. Yeah, I know. I also think at times, Brad, too, like... Brad Stevens. Well, Brad's been, like, taking Kemba out in stretches in the fourth quarter for, like, trying to do lineups that favor defense more. And, like, I don't know. Because at that point, it's like you're just losing so much of what you have on offense and, like, shot creating and stuff. And, like, I get you need stops and it works in, like, spurts. But, I don't know. They definitely, uh... Well, green they teamers, need to fill out this team better. Green teamers literally think Brad Wanamaker is better than Kemba. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Brad's a dog. <laughs> I, I am happy that Brad's gotten less minutes. You know, I worry with Brad Stevens. <laughs> I worry is what if he... I like him, but what if he... Because this is their third, 30s conference finals of four years. What if he's just Mike... What if he's just Mike Budenholzer? Great regular season coach. Yeah. Phenomenal coach. Knows all of his stuff. But when it really gets down to getting to that next step, he just can't get there. And I know the finals is a tough thing to get to, but like... They should have beat LeBron that year. Yeah. I know. I I know. Like the odds were stacked against them, but they 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 had it. They had it. Like they choked that away. Like, I know they were there saying. the year before. This year, they they're the better team against the Heat. Oh, yeah. I don't think they have. They lost a single game all playoffs. Like the other team has beaten them. All oh playoffs. yeah, no, I know. They're probably game four against Toronto. They the probably have five more wins as playoffs than what the record. No, I know. Are. That's well. That's why I kind of think like it's part of just being like led by two young guys. It's like, it is. These but, flaws and stuff. I, no, I, it, because, what if Brad because this is all tied with, to Trent's narrative. Like, oh, you just gotta let Tatum and Jalen grow, like, and do nothing else. That's just not. Wait for I've the never day said to come. that. <laughs> That's literally though how you how you make it out to be Trent because you're like, whenever we talk about how to fill out the team, like, no, you don't spend. Well, the money. I think you just wait. You already have two young guys who are gonna lead some guy. It's not. But working. they did spend their money this year. I'm like, I know their depth so chart doesn't show, but it's because they signed Kemba. Literally, they wanted to fill Kyrie's spot okay. so bad, no, and so they went in. Another bad. I don't think it was a bad sign, but I think it could age poorly if Kemba's dealing with injuries and he's making thirty million and he's like playing, you know, half the season. Like that's where it becomes a serious issue. And, and obviously, Hayward's contract and didn't work out. And max contract and Gordon Hayward, even when he. But you clearly. I just think like it's year three for Tatum, year four for Brown. If you think of any great player in the NBA, you're they're literally ahead of the curve on a, a lot of guys who are great in the considered great uh, in the NBA today. I think like people they're literally who are in their fourth or third year making the conference, can make the conference finals. Like, like think about young stars their age though. I mean, not I many mean, of them have gotten to like that point and like don't Kawhi, on, as the best player on their Kawhi. team. Kawhi was like the third, arguably third best player on the okay, team. Okay. Like, you're, you're, 
you're gassing up Tatum way too much. I don't know. I just think when he's his best. You're gassing up. They need more. They need more than just what they have. I'm not saying just those two. You fill out the team around those two. Is my whole point. And you can't. Like you don't have another option. You want them to get Aaron Baines and think that they're gonna make it to the finals. No, but I'm just saying. That's literally what you said to me yesterday. Okay, I said to you if they had a shot blocker and a rim protector. Aaron Baines is what you said. I'm said. Yeah, I said because you like to bring up how why didn't they sign Aaron Baines? Because they had to sign Kemba. If they if Aaron Baines was on this team, you can't tell me they're. They're probably up, like, they're tied in the series at least right now. If they have a rim-protecting center to, ma- like, slow Bam down yeah, a little bit for 20-some minutes Bam. a game. Okay, well, you also, also, say, you also say never pay big man. Never pay big man. Never pay big man. Not a max matter. contract. You ca- I but just you give it to Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward at the time, like see, that that's a bad point, though, because Gordon, Gordon Hayward at the time yes, was not who he is now. But at, for 20 points a game? He was at 23 game, I think, and they made they made the literally. I know they were the fourth seed in the West, and like Gordon Hayward led a team in the toughest conference in basketball. Everyone likes to say, but for some reason, Gordon Hayward doesn't get credit for that. Like I think that's stupid. He was totally an all-star basketball player. It was worth the move at the time. He fucked up his ankle really bad, and with their draft picks, like he 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 happily okay. What if they sign Paul George? Paul George isn't gonna step to the side for Jalen and like. I don't know if Walter is good anymore, but I know your point. I just think, like, I don't know. I think uh, you feel like you need... First of all, also, this is I forgot to bring this up. I think one of their biggest issues that's apparent right now is they have no guy who's just a knockdown shooter. That is not Tatum or Kemba or, like, a a player that has the ball. And, like, if they had a guy off the bench, like, if Marcus Smart took half those shots and they had six threes coming from a guy who hits over 40%, that's so much better for their case. That's than why like, the Heat are so good. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. And, like, and I get I get Bam is a huge mismatch and, like, killing the Celtics. But, like, I also think, like, the Celtics have literally gotten this far without your typical idea of a center. And I think that speaks to because they have something good going. They just need to fill out the roster better. It was Carson Edwards. They needed Carson Edwards to be Carson Edwards. They need addition and have drafted him. I don't even like, what do you like mean? If any Carson undersized Edwards, guard, though. If Carson like, Edwards was the Carson Edwards from college. That people I mean, would, I guess if he was out of his mind, but like he's 5'8". Like, I hate he's not that. Or what, all, he's 5'10". He's, he's not 5'8". <laughs> That's... Total Carson Edwards slander. Right. Yeah. You can say that to him. He would knock you out with one flip. Five eleven. There we go. Okay, Trayvon exactly. Waters is five ten. Probably six. Also five. Probably six one with yeah. shoes on. So I don't want to hear that. He's had some of the craziest. He looks ever. so tiny, dude. I'm just saying. Like, like I don't like any guard that's, that's that tiny unless they can freaking. Dude, my entire point. I don't give a shit about his size. He knock you out. <laughs> that was never my point. But well, okay. if you put him in the corner and he was the three point shooter you're supposed to be, he would be getting minutes and he'd be very valuable to them but he was just so bad shooting this year i don't know i i don't see it dude it it doesn't matter how tall you are if you're a shooter i get that but i also think like duncan robinson's always gonna get minutes because he's six seven and he doesn't get ever mismatched because he's a big body and he can still like but if also i think was six feet tall would he still be playing I don't know, but I also think if he was that good at shooting. Well, yeah, yeah he'd he would. find a way, like like Edwards is basically kind of doing. But my point is, my Edwards greater point play. is, you think of uh-huh. these knockdown sh- sharpshooters that like run off screens and are in those roles. They're all bigger. Like having a bigger guy is just better for getting their shot off. Like it's harder to of defend course, someone. That's not the point. But you that's my point. Need, like Carson said, Edwards, you can't you just imagine Carson Edwards is going to be awesome. Sit in the corner and make threes. So why does it matter how tall you are if you're sitting in the corner? Because Carson Edwards isn't going to get like clean. Like I don't know. I don't think little guards. Kemba Walker doesn't sit in the corner. And kicking it Does through? Kemba ever sit in the corner? Because that's not Kemba's role. Kemba's not dele- relegated know. to. He could do that role. He could sit. You could shot off like, the ball. Like Brad that. wants to I put mean, Kemba in the Fred corner. Fred Van Fleet and, and Kyle Lowry are both six feet tall. That's like that's, that's like the best. No, I agree. That's like you know. I Carson is built very much like both of them. Just yeah. short, stocky boys. I mean, I just think the Celtics need people off the bench. Not they just need to stop drafting a bunch of random rookies. That I mean. They need to fucking get veterans off the bench or like yeah, people you know what you're already gonna get from them. You can't like keep keep the guys this year who obviously who are good off the bench, you know, and fill it out with like you gotta have Romeo Langford a little bit further down in the fucking yeah depth chart. I think too like the fact that the Celtics came into the season with the roster they had and like Ty starting that center kind of told you that they even knew they were like. A move away still. I don't know what the move is. I don't know what they do. Well, but, like, they-, they literally, like, they, based on how last offseason went, they put together the team that they, like, had to with what was available. And if they went in on Kemba like they did, then it was just a reality that they weren't going to improve much elsewhere this season. But going forward, I still definitely think uh, they, 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 I don't know. I just have a hard time believing they're not going to fill out this roster next year. Like, if this team oh, looks man, the same next year, okay. that's, like, 
that's an issue, obviously. Who, like, who are they going to get? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Still, like, I will never understand. You have three first-round picks. You literally don't have room on the roster. You have Carson and Romeo, who are not going to be who the players are supposed to be because they have guys blocking their spots. Like, why not trade those first-round picks and those young guys and get a great star and go all out for it? I'll yeah. never understand. Because, I get it. Right. But, like, you want the first-round picks. One guy could, oh, what if this guy pans out and ends up being nasty? But, like, you Dude. know the amount of teams that would trade for uh, two first-round picks and Romeo Langford? You could get pretty much anyone in the league for that. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Guy, Dude, Andre okay, Drummond well, for a second-round pick. Say, what do you not like we should have gotten him because he was no, so expensive, no, I, but... I just think Andre Drummond got traded for that because of the way NBA teams value centers and his contract. No, I'm just saying, you can't expect the Celtics to get a max starting center for two second-round picks or whatever, like Andre Drummond. Uh, There's a reason it was just to Cleveland. It was a dump-off of a salary for a guy from one team that he's the best player and couldn't get any wins to a team that's in a rebuilding phase to take the contract on, get some picks. Just a random example. They couldn't have traded uh, Romeo or Carson Edwards in a first-round pick and gotten Clint, Clint Capella. I don't know how much Clint Capella makes. I'm Covington. sure they could have. But literally no, Robert I'm just saying, Capella. but they ha- you have to think about the salary with this stuff. Like They can't just make any I, move. Something like, tells me cap. Clint Capella's not making a max contract. He's so. making a lot of money, guy. I'm okay, positive about that's that. That's beside the point. I'm going to look it up. Okay, well then how do, <laughs> how do the fucking Clippers afford to sign all those people? Yeah, Clint Capella signed a five-year, $90 million deal. Um, Lou Williams isn't on like a max or anything. He's on like a pretty team-friendly deal. Montrez Harrell's on a rookie contract still. Kawhi and Paul George are really the only two guys that are paying. I don't think Beverly makes so a ton. Like, so what's up with the Celtics paying fucking all these scrubs? Well, I think also the Clippers are going to slowly like lose the pieces around George and Kawhi because like, the contracts are just... Well, they, just well, they like joined... They went, yeah, but they joined a team. Like The fact that the reality is Boston doesn't have that luxury. Like It sucks, but like only a few teams have the luxury of just getting like, the Celtics are the so best lucky they whenever. got Jalen on the deal they got because if they didn't sign Jalen to that before, lot, yeah. like, I don't know what they would do. Well, because then they'd have him and... Teams, are, teams yeah. would give Jalen a max next year. And, I and also, they got him for cheap. They got him for less than Buddy Yield. Yeah, and when Hayward's contract runs up, they'll have that money free. So like since Jalen's not on a max... I would think that they have like room for another. I pray to the Lord slot. that Gordon just willingly takes a pay cut and is fine well, being, is fine being a six it. man and just is the facilitator, the guy off the bench for just a lot less money. That would be amazing. I'm not watching this fucking shit show for the whole season. <laughs> they, need another, they need to get someone else on their team who's nice, who's I really good. Don't not, they don't need to. They need to get someone good. Like an offensive shooter, I yes. feel like. Kemba, for ben, Kemba and a first for Ben Simmons, I'm telling you. Do but it. Ben Simmons Shit on that center. team, yes. and they don't lose to anybody. Yeah. They're so big. They have a, the. He would have won Defensive Player of the Year, Ben Simmons, if he was healthy all year. Mm-hmm. No, he was healthy all year this year. No, I know. He arguably could have Argu- won. People I are totally saying agree. he's the best defender in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that can lock down Tatum. I don't know. It's never going to happen, but I, I saw um, the Sixers are trying to get um, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. There's like strong. Apparently, God they're open why. to making moves if they so, get him. Yeah. Ben Simmons doesn't fit Dan. I know because I know. Well, I, I honestly, could. I was thinking that Embiid. I mean, I guess you go, they keep Embiid because he's the process and everything. But I was thinking like Dan Tony just puts shooters around uh, Simmons and like just plays like Giannis. Carson, yeah. Romeo, Gordon. I don't know if they do that though because the Sixers are rivals. Yeah, so like they're not gonna hook Who up the Celtics. They know that's immediately like a t- shot at the title is, right away. Just, it's uh, like, the possibilities to their the rival. Sixers that's literally like their be, rival. <laughs> I feel like the we're more of the the Celtics are more of the Sixers rival than the Sixers are our, the Celtics rival. Like <laughs> they just want to beat us so bad uh, sometimes. <laughs> I just want to hear. I don't ever want to hear you say the word grow in context of <laughs> I just I just think Tatum I've, like this year you know it's easy to kill him for the bad moments right now but like before the season started I don't think anyone really thought the Celtics could get to this point yeah, I think even when the bubble restarted we weren't sure if they could yeah, get to this point they and I probably didn't think that when Isaiah Thomas was on the team and then they did and well they, they were the one seed that year and yeah, the East the, was weak great, so like, the Celtics I don't know. are underdogs every year and they lose in the so quick. I don't know I know you think, they, think this is over like when the Celtics were the one seed everyone knew they were the worst one seed no, I know, but the East was also when horrible still. Like, people, I think there's they, context to these I things. I really don't think, like, even though the Celtics have a good regular season, I don't even think LeBron is thinking about shit the Celtics. Like, well, I don't think he's thinking about the Heat. I don't think he's that, thinking about anyone like well, that. Well, so do you guys think I'm sick of them underachieving. Do you guys like, think the season's over? And then acting like they're overachieving every season. That's what we do as Celtics fans. They but, underachieve, and then we act, oh, psh, it was good. But no see, when we talked at the beginning of the bubble. since 07. 
When we talked at the like, beginning of the bubble, I remember us both Boston. thinking, like, wow, it would be crazy if they even got to the conference finals at this point because of how no. good. Yes, absolutely. No. Okay. Just I'm just saying Toronto was looking like the best team in the bubble for three, like the first three weeks. Milwaukee was absolutely still the uh, favorite over Boston. And I know Boston was better than the Heat, but people were still worried about Boston and Philly in round one. Like, these are all facts. Like, yeah, I, Sim- I think if Ben Simmons yeah, is healthy, I don't, think, I don't think they – I don't even think they win that series. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so much closer with Ben Simmons. I'm like, saying, yeah, they lucked out with that. But no, that I know, but I'm saying, like, they lost that's that. what I'm saying, though. Like, it's not like everyone thought the Celtics were going to be this close to the finals, and now it's so like – So do you think the series dude, is like, over? I mean, it's not like – It's not looking great. Like, it, that's not my question. It depends on how it's the next game. Do the Celtics come back? Most likely not. That's not my question. No, it's not. Most likely not. You've your take on every other series, so why not? So most likely not. I'll be – I'll man up and say Celtics in seven. Oh. <laughs> At least I say so. <laughs> yeah. Put your take out there. Well, it's not looking good. Uh, I know. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to go Heat in six. It, that's what my uh, my mind tells me. My heart says Celtics in seven. Because <laughs> you got to think about it this way. This game, that it, it's – I mean, Brad said it. You can't win three games at once. You just got to win one. You win, you win and make it 3-2. Game six, the amount of pressure on the Heat in game six to not choke it and make it go to a game seven, you squeak that one out, game seven's literally just toss, yeah. toss up. You toss a coin. You flip a coin. Yeah, it just sucks. The Heat are definitely the not the type of team that... They're not. But the Celtics should have won every game this series. <laughs> They've blown every game yeah. this series. They had 17-point lead in game, uh, game three. Uh, they got the lead in game four. They, uh, what, was the, what was the other one? I don't even know, but they blew uh, like a 14-point lead in one game, 17-point lead in another game, and then they got the lead in the fourth quarter or last game. Like they, and then they turned the ball over eight times, missed every shot. Like they've had every single game this series. Yeah. So I don't know. Well. Oh, so uh, with the Heat, which is <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Tyler Hero, which I didn't know about him, he committed to Wisconsin and then he transferred to Kentucky, and he's from Wisconsin apparently. Didn't know that either. Yeah, I had no idea. Until he, I know what you're talking after about. After he decommitted from Wisconsin and went to Kentucky, he got like a bunch of death threats. Like his house got like spray painted red and TP wow. like all the time. <laughs> and it's just like, dog, he's into high school. Yeah, that's so insane. This man, I don't know. I bet huge. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a big fan of him because he just ripped I'm himself into pieces, <laughs> but like, he's the man. No, I, I know. He's the man. Well, see, that, I kind of, I guess one last point on the Celtics, too. I think about this, like, 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 I think, well, Tyler Hero is, like, the Celtics were about to draft him, and if you were on this team, like, that's totally the type of player that would benefit the Celtics a lot. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, we get caught up on the lack of center thing, but, like, in this instance, it seems like more of their issue is not having enough shooting to, like, help against what they're facing. But, Whatever. It's their problem, Next not topic. ours. They got me so angry. I was I was full on screaming at my laptop yeah, watching was, the game. It was tough I don't to even watch. want to watch tonight. I really don't. It was tough. I will, to watch. but I really don't want to. Like if they lose, I'm I'm I think I'm gonna shed a few tears for yeah. sure. Because Fingers crossed. This isn't their window because Jalen and Jason are so young. But Ben Simmons and Embiid healthy, tough. Kyrie and Katie healthy, tough. Heat all together with Hero blossoming, tough. Giannis healthy and the Bucks are gonna get someone else tough. Like, I don't know another chance, another time that it's this easy to get to the finals. It, I don't think ever. And it, the, that very well could end up being true too, but and it's I not their window because Tatum's gonna be top ten, top fifteen guy in the NBA in the future. Hopefully, Jalen's gonna keep getting better. Whatever, whatever happens, but like it just sucks. This is well, I got you get yeah. to the finals and you win it. No, I this totally get what you're saying, but I also th- yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all, my whole point is they're just going to try to fill out the team nicer next year, and hopefully that they're in a better position. Jamal Crawford and have less could help them a ton right now. Don't know why they didn't get I don't ball. know, dude. I think Jamal Crawford okay, would have been gonna... on a legit team if he could have helped. I, that's a different I don't argument. think so because he balled out when he was with the Nets. Yeah, and and you don't think you would be better off the bench than semi I get the play. Nets You said they need well. a shooter, but you, Jamal Crawford's not a shooter. Because he needs the, the ball in his hands. Jamal Crawford no, has never in his life Jamal been like an awesome off-the-ball shooter. You don't think he would be like, okay, I'll, I'll wait No, because I think the whole reason the Nets were the only team to get him a shot was because they needed a player just to take the touches. Okay. I think the whole NBA, he would have been in the league faster if teams thought he People said the same thing about Melo. Look what Melo did. Yeah, but Carmelo's a Hall of Famer. He's not a career sixth man. And I, cares, that's though. not to take anything away from Jamal. He had a care, great in his cares. role. But, like, I think that's just part of it. You can't just give touches to inefficient ISO scorers. Like, 
It's well, not going to work. That they were giving it to Melo, and Melo cooked in the playoffs. This yeah, Melo also really good in the totally played different than he ever has in his whole career so in terms of playing Jamal off ball. So who says won't do the same if you put him on a contender? You're not wrong, Why not try? I also think Why not try Melo's and play him instead of, young, instead of Chevy or Romeo guard, or yeah, any of those guys? Why not at least try? Yeah, uh, that's if he not doesn't, wrong. why not just toss him on the end of the damn bench? I agree on the bench, Trent. I agree because I'm sick of sending in all these randos off the bench. Rando alert, Trent. Okay, what's next? Well, news. done with basketball. You guys got some news stories you'd like Quick, to share. Quick, but like football, Ty, what what happens with Tyrod Taylor? He sues that man. Seems they like they said yeah. there's something you sign when you sign with a team that says like you can't sue their like medical personnel oh, or something. No nice. I saw it. I don't know. Maybe it was fake. I never. I don't know whatever to believe on Twitter. Yeah. Like Twitter's just a bunch of bots like Trent. But I just <laughs> yeah. never really know. Apparently, um, crazy. Apparently, this injury like you can pop your lung when you get the certain shot. He was mm-hmm. trying to do like this uh, has a small chance of happening, I guess. So I don't know if if that's true. Then I don't know if like the doctor's kind of off the hook uh. for an accident, but definitely not a good look. And they're telling Tyrod that he's out indefinitely, even though I think he wants to come back as soon as he can. So like makes me think he's just not going to get another real shot unless he like Herbert's is totally fine, too. which kind of sucks. Yeah, and it's tough that a rookie comes right in and, came in and, and does really so well. Upset. But well, I don't know. Just the, so what? He got a shot in his chest. It was like, like his rib, yeah. And they like, like missed his first of all, like, I don't know how football players go. It's through not shit funny. Like I don't that. know. How. I don't know how football players go through getting shots like in their ribs like that. Like yeah. And then, dude, imagine if he probably just took it out and you're just like, <gasps> like I know. That's and, so scary, yeah, honestly, dude. No, oh my god. Knowing that context and seeing the video of him on the sidelines, right. it's even crazier because it almost is like, wow, he's like, oh my god, I can't like breathe or something like that. Like it's like harder, and, like because he looks so like, you know, like in pain. Like you could totally tell like something was up. Mm-hmm. But now that that story came out, it's like, oh my god, yeah. But Tyrod already all like was kind of getting the short end of the stick and like put in like you know positions where he couldn't really get his own starting job until this year, and then kind of just fell apart. So. Hopefully, I'm wishing a speedy recovery for the boy Tyrod, and that Absolutely. he can get back to winning football games. <laughs> Hire a trainer that knows where to stab you. <laughs> yeah, you would think in LA they'd have like the best doctors. You would think, too. but it is the Chargers. The yeah. Chargers have no fans. So, All right. So I have an interesting story about an Oklahoma woman who gave an unusual excuse to get out of a ticket. Okay, this girl. Um, Emily Owings, 28. She got pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt, right? And she ended up going, getting mad at the officer and like saying all these crazy things, some of which included, um, it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> and then she proceeded to eventually say, I have to poop so bad. Can't you just <laughs> let me go? Uh, I'm going to play the audio. But I wanted to say this by first. The funny thing is, she didn't have any. She didn't have her insurance or any ID except for her medical marijuana card. It's just <laughs> funny. Anyway, all right, and you know TMZ got a hold of that body cam footage for anyone oh. else. Shout out to TMZ. Ready? Here we go. So, right now, police officer is in her window. Window right after being pulled over, talking to her. <laughs> she goes, I have to poop so bad. <laughs> I'm She's crying. Well, listen to me, okay? Calm down. If they don't, if they don't end up extraditing you for the warrants, I'm just gonna sign release. You just need to call you a ride. She says it again, Eddie.
<laughs> so after the whole I have to poo and all that, they find out that she has a warrant out for her arrest. Uh-huh. And so they go back to the car, then this happens. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And just books it. <laughs> she says... Fuck you guys! And just dips. And then they chase her down, and then it gets crazy. Ready? <laughs> so they catch back up to her. Get out of the vehicle now! <laughs> Step out now! <laughs> and, then, yeah. <laughs> and then that happens. But the I just like, bandit. So that sounds like from a movie. Get out now! It's so funny. She's like. Just go home and go poo, <laughs> dude. And it's her birthday, like all the all the all the best excuses. That was a really good excuse. I was gonna <laughs> well, say, what? That sounds like a drug <laughs> excuse. <laughs> Oklahoma last week. You gotta go poo. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, you just throw a wig on and kept the catch you, and you came back, fled back to Westfield. Sounds like a couple of trend excuses. Yeah, this I really year, had to New York Post fly. wrote, she then sped off, leading authorities on a pursuit for several blocks at speeds topping 70 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she asked after, can I poop in your car, man? Question mark. <laughs> this is the New York Post. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, <but> that's <laughs> probably, yeah, they, they, uh, it's usually, uh, as crazy as it is from the Post, it's, you know, they got some stories that are, are just that absurd. <laughs> I wish we could share the, the visual with you. Maybe coming soon, possibly. Yep. A visual aspect. We're working. Like two we're, jets, we're, one trend. we're trying. We're cooking. Yeah, we're cooking. Sign up. <laughs> like a working morning. <laughs> All Trent, right. Where's your in the news, huh? I mean, I could share. What's the clock? I could share. We got 10 minutes. Oh, beautiful. Well, first, no video aspect, which this would be huge for video. Three years ago, yesterday, we had the legendary oh, hot dog moment at the Big E. The Big E. Dude. Jake jumped in one of the show hot tubs at the Big E, can a little cannonball to sprint, jump yep. over, splashed, and then just hopped out and sprinted yep. back to the car. Yep. That just was trailing water everywhere. We were scared we were gonna get caught. And then Brandon had his episode. Oh right? yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was my little jackass. We won't moment. go into details, no but details. Brandon's <laughs> doing a lot better now. It was just an interesting <laughs> time. I guess that's why. Yeah, you crazy night. That was my little ja- jackass moment. I was proud. We were scared he was going to splash the laptops in there, and we were going to get in serious trouble. But we made it out alive. Got the video proof to show. You should send that to me. I will for sure. And then uh, let's see what else I got on here. You know, um, it is somewhat NBA news, somewhat not. And I thought this was fake for a while, but then I kept looking. At, uh, I kept looking it up, and apparently it's real. Um, Juancho Hernan, Hernan Gomez. Um. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. <laughs> well, this man is apparently skipping the Timberwolves voluntary workouts to st- uh, to be in a film with Adam Sandler, to be in an Adam Sandler movie, and it's like. Man, you're like you're not that good. Like you should yeah, be trying dude. to fight to get a bigger contract and all this stuff. <laughs> Adam like, Sandler's probably paid you nothing to be a little unless he's got a big role, which would be pretty it's funny. It's like too, in two K my player when it's like it's like decide to go to the movie set or go to practice <laughs> and you like you like lose lose fans for you like do you wanna go there? I swear. But why so why funny. him? I don't know. He must look <laughs> he like he just somebody. has that look. He right? does have that look, so that was just really funny to me. I don't me. really know what he looks like. And then this was my favorite thing of the week. Saw it on Twitter. Apparently, this is Fat Bear Week. Fat Bear Week. Whatever Fat Bear Week is. And this is last week's winner of hashtag Fat Bear Week. So what? the winner of hashtag Fat Bear Week last year was a 435-pound Holly in Alaska. Holly. And this is Holly. Look at that. Shout That's a Holly. unit, dude. Yeah. Can you imagine Holly coming out, coming after you? <laughs> Quite a beefcake. But it's apparently Fat Fat Bear Week for any of you guys that wants to post there's some Fat whole, Bear pictures. There's a whole week dedicated to Fat Bear. There's bears. Shark Week. There's Fat Bear Week. I don't know what's going to be Is there Skinny next. Bear Week? Right, what about the Skinny I Bear? Bears? I don't know. We're in 2020, and they should have Skinny Bear Week. They should have yeah, Male everything. Bear Week, Female Bear Week, Equality any other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fat Bear Week has... Bear fans filling out brackets. Oh, oh, that's gonna fun. be fun. We're gonna have to do a fat bear bracket on here. Holly's the front. Oh, we can get some visual. We I'm can do a fat bear bracket. I'm looking at the 2019 one. I don't know. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. We did miss March Madness this year. I know. We, we did. You might have to come up with our own brackets for <laughs> random stuff. But uh, the the last oh, thing a, to oh, share. Sorry, real quick. There's looks like there's a fattest bear event in October to top it all off. I don't know. 
Wow. We'll have to keep, we'll have to keep up on it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we keep might, we're going to have to buy some tickets to that. It's not a perfect uh, COVID experience. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, shout out. Ah, no, no shout outs needed. Um, kind of solemn news, but at the same time, it's just pretty fascinating. Massachusetts man dies from eating too much black licorice. Did you what? see this? Oh, the viewer yeah. mail we got. We got a viewer, viewer news mailbag. Mail <laughs> send, yep. send stuff to the two gent, two gents, one trend mailbag yep. if you would like to be uh, shown Some on the show. Share your in so, other news. Massachusetts construction workers' love for black ri- licorice wound up costing him his life. Eating a bag and a half every day for a few weeks threw his nutrients out of whack and caused a 54-year-old man's heart to stop. Even oh, a s- doctor a said even a small amount of licorice. Uh, you uh, can increase your blood pressure a lot. So, crazy. Yeah, that was like made my jaw drop. I was like, I love candy, but now I feel like I should you never eat it. Black <laughs> licorice seems like the candy that would kill you. Yeah, what happens on like Halloween? Yeah, funny. Though, like when you eat mad candy, just don't eat. Uh, a pound and a half of black licorice. Eat <laughs> a bag and a half every day. For like, I don't know how how he's been even doing it for. Right. <laughs> well, why a bag and a half? That seems odd. Like you would just perfectly eat the stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just picking them you up. Probably tried to cut down a little. He <laughs> was like, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing two a day. <laughs> this is this should be. It's so funny. Hold on, I'll come up in a sec. No, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Bye. <laughs> I, 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 it's bad timing. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Excuse the interruption for everyone. <laughs> oh, no. But back to your point, John, on the black licorice. You got anything to say? <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I just, we, I had just... A, we had a nice drop in from my grandma upstairs. Sorry to the viewers who have made it this far in the pod. You know, it happens. We're, it we're, happens, we're an upstart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The more the merrier. Trent, don't talk shit about Trent's grandma. She'll, she'll be at your neck. For real. You know, not, not much more to add besides I used to eat tons of candy. And it's just, you know, it just really puts it into perspective. Yeah, it but makes me never want to touch candy again. Red licorice is one thing. Stay away from the black licorice. And RIP to the man. This is not a laughing matter. But at the same time, it's pretty fascinating. My jaw literally dropped to the floor. This quote in the article, quote, it's from, uh, let's see who it's from. Dr. Robert Eckel, a University of Colorado cardiologist and former American Heart Associate president, said, It's more than licorice sticks. It could be jelly beans, licorice teas, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things over the counter. Even some beers, like Belgian beers, have this compound in it. It's pretty interesting. So the compound mixed with his body. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ah! Could you imagine that being... You work through uh, as a construction worker. You've dealt with... Hell, you're probably outside in like the worst possible weather, like heavy equipment, all this stuff, and then black licorice is what kills you, and that's gotta go on like your. He had obituary. dangerously low. Like he yeah. died of natural causes. He died of a black licorice overdose. Oof. Again, R.I.P. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially a Massachusetts man. Like, God, I don't know. Yeah, we are from this Mass. Is, yeah, yeah. So this so. is sad. This state, yeah. Sad. It's just crazy. Watch out for the candy kids, especially with Halloween. <laughs> Well, it says good. I love it. It literally licorice. says in here, um, the death was an extreme case. The man had switched from red fruit flavored twists oh, to the black licorice version of the candy a few red weeks before pissed. his death last year. Wow. The red suffered. He collapsed pissed. while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. Wow. Doctors found he had dangerously low potassium, which led to heart rhythm and other problems. Emergency responders did CPR and he revived and oh he revived but died the next day. It's pretty. Oh crazy. my god, that's even that's crazier. Jeff right. Beckman, a spokesman for the Hershey Company, which uh, makes Twizzlers, said in an email, "quote All of our products are safe to eat and formulated in full compliance with FDA regulations, and that foods including including candy, quote should be enjoyed in moderation." And that's that. Yep, that's that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so so so. Lesson learned, boys. No more red licorice or black licorice either. <laughs> no yeah, more licorice. Rainbow, rainbow, different colored. Ooh, that's pretty nuts. I didn't even know they had those. <laughs> Closing thoughts, boys. Anything you want to get off your chest? Before I want a the PS5. Unless I'm, get, I'm gonna be very I'm upset. Leaving the pod. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get my PlayStation Five on goes. the release date. <laughs> 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 Yep. John? Um, my last thought. Um, 
Just, just quick. I don't want to get into detail about it. You, Colby Covington versus LeBron. Do you see? Do you see all oh, that yeah. stuff? Because yeah. everyone's Did saying, who would win? Who would win? What do you guys think? Oh, who would win? Fighter, because <laughs> he's so big and athletic. What do you this think? This is why I think honestly, because Colby Covington is not. He's like under six feet. He's like five eleven. LeBron yeah. six eight. But that's I, the difference. Bro. I think LeBron. The thing is, Colby Covington is such a good fighter. I know. Obviously, but I think LeBron's just too big and way too much, way too much like heavy for him that he would just like pick him up and slam him literally it'd be like and he's not like slow either it's lebron you know so like that's kobe covington would probably try to tap him out and then lebron would just like pick him up and like <laughs> slam him or throw him or something because yeah. my first thought was lebron's got like a 90 pounds on him nine like eight nine inches but then at, like all the fighters and stuff i read on twitter is like oh kobe's one of the best fighters in the yeah, world he like is, he though. can get lebron in a choke like all he needs he is one good shot and it's over and then i really started to think like hmm like that's yeah. a pretty good argument and we used to talk about like oh if you train for a year could you beat this person up so i was just thinking about yeah. it like huh like, yeah like when we used to think about dylan fighting ronda rousey <laughs> our friend dylan fighting ronda rousey who's Ron- a, ronda yeah ronda would definitely <laughs> that's how like, could just come up and like Kick LeBron in the saying. legs like 50 times. Make him like, fall and then have him drop two. Something. Like, exactly. LeBron so. would have to get a hold of him because otherwise he wouldn't even be able to punch him. That's like, just an intriguing thing I was reading on But do you, do you want to know why people put that up? Was because yeah, after Kobe they called him out. He said, Kobe, yeah. We don't have to get it. No no yeah. <laughs> well, that's the Go show LeBron. for today. We will see you guys on Monday. That's right. Two gents, one Trent. We're at number fun. one. Jet <laughs> number two.